you're in it for the long haul, this is your next stop on the Comics Quest, and welcome, everyone, to the first episode of the long haul back in the saddle. We're here once again. Uh, I'm 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 very happy with with the uh, with the comic that we're talking about today and the person that I could talk about it with. Uh, so, everyone, we're we're discussing. Yet another Daniel Warren Johnson comic on here. We're talking Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Uh, and as you know at this point, if, I, if, we're, if I'm talking DWJ, there's only one person that I'm allowed to talk to at this point. Uh, you know him as... Uh, you know, continual, you know continu- continuing guest host of the show, uh, as well as... Uh, uh, but but more so, uh, rightfully so, as host of Busted Limes, please welcome back, Paresh Maharaj. Woohoo! I'm back, baby. Good We're to back be back in the saddle once again, talking DWJ. How does it feel? Oh, it feels great. Like slipping on your favorite pair of socks when they're fresh out of the dryer. <laughs> you know, I've honestly never done that. Oh, 10 out of 10 would recommend. I, uh, yeah, what I, I have put on a fresh pair. I have put on a fresh pair of jeans after, uh, after taking them out of the dryer. That is an, it, that is a great feeling until you touch the metal zipper and you're like, shit, <laughs> this was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So Parish, um, yes. since, since, so, uh, I mean, actually the, the last time we actually talked, um, I was over on, we were over on Busted Limes discussing Midnight Mass, but the last time we were together on this show, we were talking the Ghost Fleet. Yes. Um, the Don, the Donny Cates, Danny Warren Johnson joint, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, we're both big fans of, but we both kind of see that like that as um, a, 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 a lesser work from DWJ. But of course, when you have a lesser work from, from Johnson, like it still fucking rules. Right, exactly. Uh, but with this one, uh, so so our collective favorite of of Johnson's is obviously Murder Falcon. Yes. Um, the best playlist that we have that we have made um, is because of that comic. Yes. Um, and that comic brought us together, you know, into the into the recording sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, please tell the listeners how you feel about Dead Earth. Um, because you you texted me after reading it. Um, so please tell the listeners how you reacted to it. So the way I re my immediate reaction upon finishing Wonder Woman Dead Earth is uh, this may just be my second favorite uh, DWJ work. It is incredible. It's everything that I've come to expect from DWJ at this point, and then some. And of course, when I was immediately sold from this back when... I don't remember when JD first told me that DWJ once did a Wonder Woman comic, but I was sold from the minute that they told me that. And sure enough, when I... I was about to order this off of Amazon, but then I decided, you know what, let me check my local books a million first. And when I saw it on the shelf, just hidden there, I'm just like, jackpot. So... Yes. Naturally, snatched it up, took it home, finished it the same day. Which is par for the course with DWJ this uh, this time <laughs> around, and um, yeah, like I said, uh, this is a take on Wonder Woman, a take on superheroes that I've never really seen before. 
And mm-hmm. again, Murder Falcon will always be my crown jewel because what's <laughs> what's better than a comic about the cathartic and healing nature of heavy metal? And but you know, with Dead Earth, and we'll get into this later in the episode, but. Another name for this comic could just be trust. <laughs> like trust is the the fragility of trust is the the central core theme of this thing, and oh god, <laughs> oh, yeah, sh- or I, should I, I say gods? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're 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 not wrong. So the the, the basic premise for, for for those of you who haven't read Dead Earth yet, which I mean, come on! It's 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 Danny Warren Johnson. You got you got to check it out. It's some somehow. Um, the basic premise for those who haven't read it yet: uh, Dead Earth is uh, set in a post like a Mad Max style post apocalyptic future of Earth, where uh, there are a small band of humans who are trying to cling on to humanity and trying to cling on to life, and one and a a hunting party from this from this group uh stumble upon the uh the body of wonder woman she has been in stasis for centuries at this point and she is awakened she is uh depowered but still strong enough to to fight these monsters called the hadra Mm-hmm. That are ravaging that are ravaging humans across the world, um, and she joins this band of people and tries to through her like you know through her love of 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 humans and humanity she uh, she attempts to lead them to a better life. While also discovering hard truths along the way. Oh, hard truths, yeah. Hard truths, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, right off the bat, there, I, I, I like there are. I'm, I'm gonna mention right now. There are aspects of this comic that, if it were handled by anyone else, I would hate it. Precisely. Yes. That it, is, yeah. Yeah. There are there are a lot, and there, there are a lot of comics like that. Where, like, last year we got Superman and the, Superman and the Authority. That comic is fantastic. Uh, in fact, you can go um, at, by, you know by the time this episode comes out, there should be a, there there will be an episode of Men of Steel that I went on to talk about that comic. Um, and the original concept that was pitched uh, by uh, Dan DiDio for that comic was. What if Superman was a right-wing authoritarian? And when Grant Morrison heard that, was it was like, um, that's not Superman. In fact, I'm going to write that comic to make sure that doesn't happen. Hmm. And that's how Grant Morrison got onto Superman and the Authority. And again, if anyone had taken the idea of Superman leading the Authority, uh, it would not have been good. Right. But... Morrison understands Superman, understands what the authority is supposed to be, and they just ran with that. Mm-hmm. And Daniel Warren Johnson here with Wonder Woman, he and he's a, and like there is an episode of the podcast segment and his amazing friends, uh, with Ryan segment, and I think it was uh, 
yeah, I, I forget who all was on that episode, but uh, but but Daniel Warren Johnson went on to discuss uh, Wonder Woman, Dead Earth, and like his beginnings in the industry. And something he he brought up was that like he is not like a big superhero reader, and because of that, not a big reader of Wonder Woman. So when DC first you know put out the idea of him doing like a uh, like a special miniseries for them he was kind of hesitant he didn't really know what he like what characters uh he could he, he wanted to write and someone points it out you could do wonder woman and he thought about it and looked at the character and looked at the history of the character and he's like yeah i think i can i think i can i think i can whip something up uh <laughs> and he and he turns and he turns in this shit <laughs> this shit that puts me on the brink of tears um like he usually does um, yeah, so I guess we can, like, and, and, you know, usually this is something that we, that you and I, that you and I have been doing, um, we kind of go through issue by issue, um, and because this is only four issues, uh, right. I feel like we can do, I feel like we can do that here. Oh, yeah, absolutely, um, I mean, shit, do you want to start with the cover and the back? Because, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, yes. so, I already have shit so to talk up, about that, or that early yeah. in the, yeah. Yeah, so we can take so the uh, the cover of the we're talking. I'm assuming you're discussing the hard the yes. the tra- yeah the cover of the trade. Yes. So the cover of the trade, everyone, if you haven't seen it, um, first of all, looks incredible. It's a Daniel mm-hmm. Warren Johnson piece, so it's 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 incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've got Wonder Woman who uh, has I'm I, uh, uh, like like her old costume on with like like she's got like the like the pants that she's been that she was wearing during her state like her time in stasis mm-hmm. uh she's got like her old tattered wonder woman costume on over that mm-hmm. with batman's utility belt a mm-hmm. like giant fur like fur lined uh epaulette epaulette <laughs> yeah and a big sword mm-hmm. and what the um, first thing that i noticed was that is it just me, or she is drawn to look very young? Because she's got like a baby face going on here. Well, that's actually something that I, uh, I want to talk about. So yeah, before before we recorded, um, mm-hmm. of course I reread this, um, and I still <laughs> still fucking love it. So did uh, I. But yeah, uh, there is <laughs> there is a great video essay by Matt Draper. Uh, I believe it's uh, called the Compa- the compassionate brutality of. Yeah, the compassion and brutality of Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Um, <laughs> That's go, perfect. I, I, I feel, that is... I, honestly, I feel, I feel like everyone who listens to this show probably watches Matt Draper. Uh, he's great. He, he's done. He's done some really, really fantastic video essays. Uh, that I, I love the visual. I love the visuals of them. I love his. I love his. I love his writing. I love his. I love his narration. Uh, everything about Matt Draper's vo- videos are great. Everyone, if you're not, if you're not already watching his videos, you should definitely check them out. But he did a video, uh, early early last year in 2021 on on this comic, and something he points out is that. Uh, he is that Johnson kind of desexualizes everyone in this comic and and draws everyone to be pretty androgynous. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. So, so like, of of course, Wonder Woman. She has the, this classic costume that was conceived in the 1930s, uh, mm-hmm. and she has been and, and she unfortunately like the majority of 
female superheroes or female presenting superheroes mm-hmm. is, is it can be over sexualized. Oh yeah, quite like often. Um, be, and and it and it's the it's the nature of the industry. It's the nature of a lot of men drawing 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 these comics with her mm-hmm. in them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also partially the the, the nature of the you know, I, like the costume. You know, the costume lends itself uh, <laughs> and and like unfortunately can, like can lend itself to men wanting to draw her very sexually. Right. Which right. is very unfortunate because like the costume fucking rules. It does. It's it's iconic, yeah. So, Johnson takes a road of, well, let's just desexualize the whole thing. And it's like, let's let's give her pants. Mm -hmm. And honestly, Wonder Woman Woman in pants is awesome. Yeah. I'm here for it. Um, Yeah, give her pants. Give her a giant cloak. And, but, but... Make it like like, and this is something this is something Johnson does in all of it, and with all of his characters, with every character he ever draws, he makes them look like they just got out of the worst car accident of their lives. Like God, yes. they have cuts <laughs> and bruises all over their bodies, and that's mm-hmm. what he does here. And, and and like this is the comic that honestly makes the most sense with that because they're in For a sure. they're in like a, they're in an apocalyptic future. Of course, everyone is going to look like shit. Right, exactly. We all saw Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, we all saw Mad Max. Um, well, I'm sorry. What, what, what was that? You, 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 particular listener that I'm not going to name didn't see Mad Max. Shame. Shame. <laughs> There's some history here, but we have no enough time to dive into that. <laughs> but, but yeah, we love Mad Max. We do. and also we love Mad Max. one thing that I noticed is top left corner it says it's from DC's Black Label line so i'm actually not familiar with what the black label line entails okay what is that i'll give you a brief explanation I, I, a brief explanation of what i understand what the black label is so okay. do you do you remember what Ver- you remember vertigo comics yes okay so vertigo comics was created in the 1980s uh headed up by karen berger um who's an editor at dc and mm-hmm. it was created to at, at, at first to house like the more the more mature DC titles, um, gotcha, comic gotcha, like, gotcha. and the comic that that started out with was Saga of the Swamp Thing, as written by Alan Moore, uh, because that comic got pretty gnarly. So hmm. they, so that was when they were like, well, we should probably like, you know, and, and like on the top of the issue, they were saying like for mature for mature audiences, mm-hmm. and it eventually morphed into a com- to into like. DC's version of image comics because it became a creator owned space where you had where they you would have these big comics like Why the Last Man or Sweet Tooth uh or Scout and they would be put on and they were these creator owned original uh you know ongoing comics uh from top creators right and I'm still unclear on 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 why this happened but for some reason, uh, back I believe in 2018, uh, Vertigo ended. Oh. It's gone, hmm. and it was essentially replaced by Black Label, and it's been very and because of the many editorial shakeups at DC, uh, Black Label has been very inconsistent in what it's what it's set out to be. Um, but at this point it's, it's kind of become like 
you know, if they're going like all of their all of the like past prestige comics of DC, like Watchmen, uh, mm-hmm. The Dark Knight Returns, DC: The New Frontier, um, anything uh, All Star Superman, they like they 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 re-release it and they slap the black label sticker on it and boom, there you go. There's a it's it's, it's a black label quote unquote comic. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing is that is that they do the they they do the Elseworlds comics that that DC is pretty well known for, so something so something that they've been doing late like recently is they put out these oversized mini like mini series, mm-hmm. um, and like Je- like Jeff Lemire when has has gone over to DC back like back to DC and he's been doing things so like he did a question mini series he did a Joker mini series uh, he's actually working on another one right now I think. There was a recent, there was a recent Suicide Squad one. Uh, I think it was called "Kill the Joker." I think Suicide Squad "Kill the Joker." I think hmm. was what it was called. Um, yeah, and I think like, and also like one of the first big comics that they did for, under the Black Label was "Batman Last Night on Earth" by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, and that mm-hmm. served as like the the ending to their big Batman run. Gotcha, and. Yeah, and that's 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 essentially what they've been doing, and and they still do original comics. Uh, I think the big the the, the most recognizable is uh, the the series the the Nice House on the Lake. Which if you're not if you listeners are not reading the Nice House on the Lake, you definitely should. Uh, it's a twelve issue it's a twelve issue series. It's a horror comic. Uh, the first six issues are collected right now, and it just came back. I think I I'm gonna say by the time this episode drops, there's probably gonna be like issue nine out by this point um it's great it's trippy as hell everyone should read it um mm-hmm. but we but you know with with black label we get stuff like that we get stuff and, and we're getting re-releases of classic comics like all-star superman or kingdom come and we get stuff like dead earth yes so we're getting these just these massive fucking things <laughs> yeah and just to give you an idea of um of what of what kind of because this is my first like obviously just for my question this is my first time dealing with the uh, dc's black label so the reason why i asked if this is because you see there at the bottom it says age is 17 plus but then before you even see that at the very top it says this is what we get for a plot synopsis wonder woman's mission was to save man's world from itself period she failed Yeah, that, first paragraph. The, of, first paragraph of the summary. Yeah, that that's and that kind of sums up the, the the comic right there, is that, and that and that's something that, that 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 Johnson dives into is that Wonder Woman, unlike Superman and Batman, has this compassion to her. Like, what separates Wonder Woman from Superman and Batman is that she is a that she was, that she's a warrior, and. I and like and, and this is something that, that like it's kind of like weird for me to talk about, but like she is, like she is one of the few superheroes who's like 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 legit willing to kill, right? And unfortunately, and like and unfortunately, that has been taken to extremes with, for certain people. Like there, of course, was the was the controversy surrounding that photo, that like old photo uh, of Wonder Woman that was going to be that's going to be going to be shown. I think in Zack Snyder's Justice League, it was mm-hmm. like Wonder Woman carrying around like 
a bunch of de- decapitated heads, and, and the Snyder Bros were were running around on on the internet, like shouting like, "Yeah, see, this is what Wonder Woman's supposed to be. She's a fucking warrior." And uh-uh. like, no, Mm-mm. no, no, that's not who Wonder Woman is. Yes, she has mm-hmm. killed. Yeah, and and but it's like when she kills someone, it's like the Maxwell Lord. Yeah, it's 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 like okay, so like the situation, like the ending of Man of Steel. That is a one like that is that is actually born out of a Wonder Woman moment, like Superman like uh, and like I don't like the ending of Man of Steel. I don't like Superman killing and killing because that's not who Superman is. Uh, so like him snapping Zod's neck, that is actually a moment from that is a Wonder Woman moment from the comics when she snapped Maxwell Lord's neck because and and but the reason he was do that she did that was because he was mind controlling superheroes to murder people, right. So that, so like, is and, 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 and who's going to do that? But Wonder Woman, when she's like, we literally can't do anything else. Cause if we try to do anything else, mm-hmm. we're just going to kill our friends. Yeah. And I'd rather kill our adversary than kill up and then kill my friends and kill innocent people. Right. And, um, the, I was looking this up while you were talking because, uh, Gail Simone from, I was looking up the Gail Simone quote from Wonder Woman 600. Um, Says we have a saying, my this is what we've been talking. Uh, we have a saying, my people: don't kill if you can wound, don't wound if you can subdue, don't subdue if you can pacify, and don't raise your hand at all until you first extended it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is that is a through line throughout this comic of yes. Every time Diana is encountering an obstacle, she does not try and fight. Mm-hmm. She immediately. Extend, she extends her hand as help and she, with help and compassion. Right, and that's why, like that, the the title of that of that Matt Dripper video, using the 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 term compassion and brutality, God, I love that. is perfect. In fact, it's perfect for every DWJ comic. Yeah, compassionate brutality. Yeah, like yeah, you're right. Everything, because like. Everything has has all this. Every comic of this has this like major like like this this big beating heart of empathy behind it, like a Stephen King novel. Right. Um, but it also has these drawings that are ripped out of like heavy metal magazine. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the two page spreads in this book are just the best that he has oh. ever done. Like my god, yeah, because he's he's given the space to do it. Like that's that, <laughs> like that's why I would like I I want more. Uh, these, these like these like big oversized comics, because like with certain artists, that gives them the the free reign to just go bug nuts. Mm-hmm. And Johnson is one I want that to happen with. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. It's like yes, we've read Murder Falcon and Extremity, mm-hmm. uh, and the Ghost Fleet, um, mm-hmm. and at some point. Listeners, we're gonna we're gonna do an episode on on the Beta Ray Bill miniseries from last year as well because that Beta Ray Bill miniseries, whoo, so good. Uh, yeah, just just look forward to that episode because we're gonna we're gonna have a fun. For if you haven't read it yet, we're gonna have a fun time with that episode. When we get to it. <laughs> yes. Oh uh, and also, whenever do a power bomb comes out, let me let me. Can I just say that? Yeah. We've, we were talking about how tastefully he draws women and how DWJ draws women in action. So, my God, I am just infinitely excited for Do a Powerbomb because 
Although, although Elden Ring has been taking up a lot of my free time lately, I still haven't. I still glance over at wrestling Twitter every once in a while, for better and for worse. Um, but yeah, well, one constant every time I look at wrestling Twitter is just DWJ just beaming at all the women's matches to the point where he even draws fucking fan art of the oh my god i'll never forget the night of that one uh unsanctioned match between thunder rosa and dr Britt baker he drew the finale of that match of thunder of rosa putting baker through the table and i'm just like just do a wrestling comic already my guy and lo and behold here we are here we are do a power bomb i'm like i'm it's going to be my hyperfixation in the future. You can bet on yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm so stoked for that. We're also getting that, uh, I don't know if it's out by the time this episode is dropped, but we're getting that miniseries Jurassic League. We haven't talked about that yet. No. You and I haven't. Uh, John, he's, he, uh, he's not writing it, he's drawing it, but it's a... <laughs> Avery imagines the DC heroes as dinosaurs. Sold. I don't have to say anything else. You're just like, eh, oh well, yeah, I'm 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 gonna buy everything. <laughs> oh boy, but speaking I'm getting of... I'm I I might I might get Parade to start buying comics monthly. For sure. I mean, that's the rate we're going with. Because we do a power bomb is gonna come out as an omnibus. It's gonna be month to month, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, uh, think about dinosaurs that they experienced a mass extinction event. And um, speaking of mass extinction events, Dead Earth. Dead Earth. So I believe it's time for us to just dive into this book. Absolutely. So, how you want to Because we got this? some shit to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So. So. I'll let, I'll let you as the guest uh, take, over, t- t- take issue one. Alright, so it's a pretty standard um, introductory issue. Like, we're treated first to, to Diana's mother explaining her origins. That, explain to her, he, she takes the admittedly very weird origin of Wonder Woman, that she was literally forged from clay, mm-hmm. and turns it into something... With a heart. Like, the way she mm-hmm. describes it here is... This clay is what you were made from. It is the core of the earth. The strongest of what this broken world had to offer. Gave way to the mass that makes you what you are. And from that husk of clay, I breathe life into you, my daughter. This is on the first page, by the way. <laughs> and we're getting dramatic monologues of this... One of the most mocked origins in superhero history, and it is getting the fucking is being transmuted into. There's no other way to say it. Metal, because that is the most metal way description possible of saying, "Hey, you are made out of clay." Oh, Daniel Warren Johnson, (laughs) paint me a picture with your words. (laughs) Oh, he could uh, he could paint you a picture with his words and with his pen, because from there we're greeted with. Nuclear explosions, the way Daniel Dwarf or Johnson can can provide, and then mm-hmm. from, but from there, after that explosive beginning, he scales it down a bit. So now we're following these this troop of four people, and 
they're just looking for food. They're scavenging. They're out in the woods. They're just bantering. We could fe- you could feel their history just from this l- one, two, three, four, five, five panels of dialogue. Um, but during the course of their travels, they are attacked by, and JD mentioned this earlier, by a Hadra. H-A-E-D-R-A. It's Hadra, Hydra. You know, I'll go with Hadra. Because Sunday is A-E like Sunday, you know? Mm-hmm. So Hadra. And, um... I'm just, just, long story short, this troop gets their shit rocked by this Hadra. <laughs> yeah, chase... and, uh, and like, we, we we're introduced to a couple of characters. We've got, um, mm-hmm. our, a character that we, right. that we follow throughout the comic, D. D. Um, I, 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 I'm gonna call her the co-lead, in mm-hmm. fact. Uh, her friend Tal, mm-hmm. uh, their friend Jonesy, and, uh, this big boy, big, big man named Edog, who I love. Edog is cool. Yes. Uh, so like, <laughs> Edog, yeah, yeah. Edog, he gets, he gets an eye slashed out. Um, mm-hmm. Jonesy dies straight up. <laughs> um, but this is, but Jonesy dies after they fall into the bat, bat cave. cave, which we don't even know that it is the bat cave until that one like distance shot, that long distance shot that shows. It's the one where he's cradling his body saying, I got you, buddy, I got you. Because the giant penny is right there. I'm just and like... the dinosaur. And like, and like the giant steps that, that lead up to Wayne Manor. And I mm-hmm. was like, oh, fuck, I know this place. Um, right, exactly. And, and what happens when she walks up inside Wayne Manor? Bruce is dead. Yeah. Has been. No, that, no, like dead for a long time. There's like, that's, a ske- that, that's a skeleton, my guy. Mm-hmm. Like... Only reason she knows it's even Bruce is because it's wearing the bat suit. Yeah, and <sighs> what? And and then she looks past his body and she sees there's a giant fucking hole in the wall, and through mm-hmm. that giant fucking hole in the wall, it's more giant you... fucking holes. <laughs> yeah, it is, and, and she's just like, "What happened? Like, what happened to our world?" And it is explained to her, like you know, like we. Mm-hmm. We don't really know because this happened so long ago, and there's kind of conflicting ideas of what of what happened. But what we do know for a fact is that there was a is that humanity broke down. There was a war of some kind that led to what mm-hmm. our grandparents, excuse me, what our grandparents called the Great Fire. Yeah, and that is how the world ended up the way it is. Um, and you know, Edog, Edog is immediately on like untrusting of her mm-hmm. uh you know and, and the, you know the way the way their lives have go gone rightfully so right uh yeah. in and talon d or they're like a, they're like a bit more optimistic about about who she is so mm-hmm. because of that and be, you know because of that of that little bit of optimism that, Dion, that, that diana can see she decides to go with them so she you know she, you know, puts on her old her own her old tattered costume. She takes Batman's utility belt. She gets that giant cloak and 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 finds a sword that's uh, like in in one of the rooms of Wayne Manor and yeah, you know, and and offers and offers her help uh, to the the la- the remnants of humanity. Mm-hmm. And as and right before they get to what they call Camp New Hope, uh, <laughs> uh, New Hope. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Star Wars shit. I love it. Um, <laughs> uh, she gets she gets drugged. Yeah, they they stick her in the ne- neck with the needle and they sedate her. 
Yeah, and mm-hmm. like Ed Og is Ed Og is like fully on board. Is like this is what had to be done. Tal is fully not on board, and she's like, we could have. And D and D is like caught in the middle of like, yeah, she's nice, but we need, but you know, if we if we come back empty-handed, mm-hmm. you know, we're 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 fucked. And we and and, and you're like, I gotta take care of my sister. I need food. Mm-hmm. We have to do something. Um, so they bring her to the leader of Camp New Hope, Faden, who they- is. Just the fucking worst. Worst. <laughs> At the start. <laughs> At the start. Uh, yeah. More on yeah. that later. Uh, we, 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 we'll, we'll be getting into that. We'll be getting into his arc. Um, but he is just like, like think Walder Frey from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. That's Faden. Yeah. That's essentially yep. Faden. Yep. Um, and he's just like, oh, you didn't come empty handed. Oh, she's beautiful. I'll make her my new bride. Uh, and <laughs> Diana, because she's a fucking, she's essentially a fucking god, mm-hmm. uh, that, that sedation did nothing for her. She wakes up and she, like, grabs him by the throat, like, I will be touched by no man, and throws him across the room. Puts him and, through a table, and then puts the table yes, through and, like, them. Yes, like, she, like, then she kicks a table into him. Oh, it's good stuff. Um, but then because of that, but because of that quote unquote insolence, uh, she is thrown into the pit, the pit of despair. The pit of uh, despair. Like think, that's all I could think of was like, where am I? The pit of despair. <laughs> Don't even think. <laughs> Don't even think about trying to get out. <laughs> that is still one of the best jokes from that movie. I stand by. I I, I love the Princess Bride. That is one of my all time favorite movies. Mm-hmm. That is still one of the best gags in that movie of just like him having that like creepy little voice and then like don't even think about trying to get out <laughs> oh man and i was like why why is an aussie here why is this happening <laughs> uh so she's put into the pit d comes by to like to explain like look i'm sorry but i had to be done i have people to take care of it. and Dinah's like yeah. no i get it yeah, yeah i understand um and 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 D is like she gets pissed. She's like, "Why are you acting nonchalant? Why are you telling me you love me? You don't know me." <laughs> yeah, and Dinah's like, that, "That's what yeah." That like, she's that like, threw yeah, she me says, off, "I love you." Too. Like, and that's and that actually comes down to it is like Diana feels like one of the only she, like she, like unlike Batman and Superman, like she can tell anyone I love you and you believe it. Exactly. Like yeah, like mm-hmm. super like Superman, I can see that too. But but like Wonder Woman, Di- Diana more so. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I, I'm 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 seeing her do it more so, and with there she she and she's like she talks about like the first time she met Steve Trevor, and that's when you realize like oh D is actually like like drawn purposefully mm-hmm. androgynous so that she resembles Steve Trevor a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. so then deep so then deep kind of becomes the Steve Trevor of this of the story um because like Steve Trevor was the person who made her fall in love with human with humanity and humans yeah. and D as you come to realize throughout this comic she is the one who like helps Diana rekindle that love mm-hmm. so but of course that... because it Sorry, takes, go ahead. Yeah, it takes time to develop because uh, I love this little exchange here. D is just, of course, saying, "How how can you go on about love? No one can live like you say. It's inhuman." To which Diana says, "Exactly." 
<laughs> I just, I just really yeah, like that pointing thing. out that like you know, a she is inhuman, and b that kind of is a problem that mm-hmm. expressing your love for others and expressing like in a, a a sort of unconditional love for humanity is inhuman. That's kind of wrong, and yeah. it shouldn't be inhuman. It should be the most human thing. Um, exactly. but. That conversation is cut short because uh, she's got to go to the pits of ending. Which fuck, that is such a metal thing to say. The pits like, of more ending. so, more so than the pit of despair is the pits of ending. Like what ending the because, fuck, dude? Because damn, like despair, you're at least feeling something. But nah, this is where you go to end. You're ending, bro. Yeah. <laughs> ending uh this is we have now entered we have now entered the stage of daniel warren johnson is just listing off the metal album names that never got made <laughs> ah God. my child has awoken you're not wrong hey, baby. Oh, the child and is awakened come here baby speaking about the sudden appearance of feline creatures we got Cheetah, Barbara Minerva herself. But she's not herself, or the way that he, we remember yes, her. Yes, she has become, as we discover, she has been tested upon by fucking dickheads, and they have made her look monstrous. Grotesque. Like, to the point where she has a literal Cheetah head for her right hand now. Yeah, that, no exaggeration, that's... Like, I had to squint my eyes and just like, okay, no, that cheetah head actually is is her right arm now. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. So Diana realizes and she's like, no, I'm not, not like, no, she, she's someone I know and care about. I'm not fighting her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what happens during this match is a Hadra assault. <laughs> Or I'm sorry. Let me let me take that again. Hydra's <clears throat> old. They fucking massacre the wall. Yeah, like like just like like cue like cue up the fucking Mad Max music because that's where we're at right now. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that, or 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 like throw on some Death Angel, throw on some Cannibal Corpse because like we're in fucking metal territory. We're in Daniel Warren Johnson land. Yes, and. He is our soundtrack right now. Yes. <laughs> uh, so we get massive battle. Diana swoops in, fucking beheads uh, Hadra's snapping necks. Um, mm-hmm. and, like it's like yeah, like this is the time for her to like essentially in a way Hulk out because it's like to her and to everyone else these are just mindless beasts that are bent on murder. So uh-huh. she's just like yeah. I'm I'm fucking I'm fucking wrecking these things, destroying these uh, things. because yep. I want I want to help. I want to help humanity. I want to be there. Like I was not here for centuries, but I'm here now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you have to talk right now? Hey, hey, not the carpet, please. Thank and you. the locals are so impressed with her display that they pretty much take her on as a, they accept her as their new leader. Basically. Yes, yeah. and and she's like, yeah, take Fade into the dungeon. Don't kill him, but like, take him to the dungeon. <laughs> um, and then D's like, okay, you're you want like they want you as the leader, but what are you gonna do? And she's like, look, we gotta we gotta do something because like it's like where we're at right now is not safe. Like we just you just got attacked. This is what? 
Mm -hmm. If you want attention, just come here. Don't run around and yell at me. Hmm. Yes, baby. And yeah, once again, the brilliant exchange here was uh, Barbara just wants Thaden's head. And oh yeah, because rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully th so. Thaden sucks because Thaden sucks for now. <laughs> but um, she says, of course, she pulls the typical "you don't know what you you don't know anything, you don't know what they did to me." And of course, Diana gives the perfect answer. You're right, I don't. But what I do know is that even the worst of them deserves our grace. And so Barbara, un unhappy with that answer. Um, she takes off and she's like, no, I don't want, I don't want it. Like if, if he's, in, if he's still alive, I don't want to be a part of it. And leaves. And I'm, and I'm like, yep, you go, you go queen. Mm -hmm. uh, so Diana decides, like, decides like we, like we are unsafe here. We got to go somewhere. And the safe place I know is Themyscira. Themyscira. Where yeah. I'm taking you home. I'm t and she says, it's like, I'm take I'm going to take, I'm taking you all home with me. Me. I'm taking us to Themyscira. Yeah, and that's the that end of issue breaks. One. Yeah, that's the ending. That that's the first issue. Fuck. <laughs> so, issue two. Mm -hmm. Um, th this is like we're 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 diving into. I be I believe this opens, if I'm not mistaken, with the uh, sparring match between Diana and Nubia. Correct. Correct. Yes. Okay, so it opens with that. Um, and Diana, like in a in a bit of a fit of rage, uh, she almost like like she destroys like a cliffside, yeah, and almost kills both of them, <laughs> uh, or, or hurts them. Uh, well, herself really. Uh, Nubia is the one who has to save her. Yeah, mm. and, uh, and 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 she's and Nubia points out and, and po Nubia points out to Hippolyta like she's really strong and like like I, I and. and like, I don't know what's going on. And Hemphala's like, oh, no, I, I made her that way. Uh, <laughs> and she revealed, and this is when we get the reveal that, that Johnson has created another wrinkle in the origin story. Because the thing is that, like, with every new writer, there is always a new take on the origin story. Even if it gotcha. is, even if it's still like, you know, she was formed of clay. Uh, even if it's still that, there's still like a, a, a like a new wrinkle that every writer brings, and Johnson is no different. Uh, and he adds the idea that Hippolyta, um, after being abused by the gods, she before she leaves for Earth, she throws them like this massive party that the gods have never have never have had before indulged in before yeah and yeah they never indulged in and i'm very sorry but my but my my headphones just said please charging so i have to stop for one second okay but yeah so, party of the gods she, she parties she throws this massive part of the gods that they that, that no god has ever seen no god ever will see again it is this like fucking huge thing mm-hmm and it's so, and, and the wine flows, the food pours out, and there's so much that every god falls into a deep slumber. And Hippolyta takes a knife and a cup and draws blood from every god. And mm -hmm. Nubia's like, even Zeus? Yes, even Zeus. <laughs> uh, which, which, yeah, then Nubia points out, like, um... That means she's, like, the most powerful being of all. And Hippolyta's like, yeah, I did that so that nothing could hurt her. 
But of course, when you when you, when you do that, you know you run the risk of like yes, she nothing may be able to hurt her, but there's a possibility she's going to not only hurt others but hurt herself, mm-hmm. inadvertently. Um, so then, cut to uh, and, and something we when, we when we cut back to that we get those flashbacks every once in a while throughout this issue of mm-hmm. uh, Nubia basically having commissioned uh, these gauntlets be made from from metal from rare metals that are only found on Paradise Island mm-hmm. and they uh, they they dampen her powers uh, to kind of be palatable uh, but they only work if she willingly submits right um, and Dinah's like well I almost hurt you and I can't bear the thought of that happening again so I submit I will take I, I will wear them I choose uh, the, submission. The, yeah. yeah, I choose submission. And and that's actually that right there, the, the, the willing the willing submission is something that's been there since the beginning of Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, um, I saw Professor Marston. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> the, the creator, William Moulton Marston, uh his wife his wife Elizabeth and uh their partner, Olive Byrne, uh they they were uh into bondage mm-hmm. and and willing and, and willing submission. So that was that carried over into the comics that Marston was writing with Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like it's it's like you know there's a reason why you look back at all those old Wonder Woman covers and Diana is like covered is like wrapped in chains on the cover and yep. is trapped <laughs> by the villain. But the kicker because like that was that was part of the chorus with comics back in the day of like women, like these yeah. beautiful these beautiful women would be would be like wrapped in chains but the thing is by the end of the comic there would be some douchebag who would come in and save the day right whereas with wonder woman comics she is the one who gets out of the chains herself right absolutely because she because she she you know she don't need no fucking dude she don't need no fucking douchebag to come in and save save the day she <laughs> saves the day herself cuz she's fucking wonder woman Sorry, that accent is just <laughs> no, 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 fucking do- like yo, Polly. You see this? You see this? You see this shit? She no fucking. You don't. You don't need no fucking douchebag to come in and fucking save her. Save her. She saves the fucking cell. That's why we fucking love Wonder Woman. Fuck yeah, yeah, Diana for Diana for fucking life, bro. Yeah, Diana for fucking life. <laughs> we have fun here. <laughs> uh, we say fuck a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The politics so, of the word "fuck." Now I'm not getting into that. Um, so, so we from there. So, so we we cut back to that. We cut back to that time um, with, present with day, Diana. Yeah. Let's, let's call it we, present well, day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- yeah. Throughout, like, throughout the issue, we cut we cut to those flashbacks. But throughout the most, but of course, throughout the issue, we have Diana. Uh, she actually first before they even leave Camp New Hope, uh, mm-hmm. we have she she goes to see Thaden in his cell and and like she tries to appeal like like appeal to to the last shred of humanity that is within him like and, saying like yeah you know yes that you are by and large a bad person but i see that there's something in you that can be saved and i want and like i want you to help us i believe that like you like you were a leader for a long time and while you yes you abused the these people you know there are there is yeah. knowledge that you have that that could help them in the end she so basically would you do she basically found the most polite way to say, "Yeah, you're a douchebag, but you're useful." <laughs> yeah. Gosh, girl, how does this happen, Parise? That you just like every time you're on, 
like this this child yells what are you what what did you do i don't know she's she's but not yeah like, um, like she's but, she's well, like this normally but like when i record normally she's like no oh, i'm tired not right now hmm. not right now baby come here come on but, but you you mentioned like how um she looks for that last shred of humanity in him, and uh, the way she points at it, the way she sells him on it is that, uh, like, yeah, you ruled your world with a fear and intimidation. You ruled them for a long time, and you lost it in one day. <laughs> so maybe it's trying to try, try something different. And that's enough to for him to say, tell her, you know, there's a great silo, there are vehicles, a little bit amount of gas, might be transfer, useful for transporting the young and old. Thank you, Sage. So she's like, all right, cool, thanks, and... Uh, and then, then she talks with D. D doesn't understand this. She's she's just like Thaden abused not all of us, but she also she like he he definitely abused me, and has abused my family. Like how can you fathom trying to get his help? And Diana's like, I'm immortal. I don't think in terms of days and weeks and years. I think in terms of lifetimes, and I see that over the course of lifetimes. No matter how long, people are capable of change. People, uh, uh, everyone is capable of good. Yeah, um, that's honestly one of the biggest frustrating things about. It. But you don't mind if I get political, do you, JD? Oh, please go for it. <laughs> and this is just one of the frustrating things that honestly discourages people from activism because one of the things that you really need to accept is you may not live to see the results of what you set out to accomplish. I mean, because, right. my God, how, think of how many people didn't live to see slavery ends, who didn't live to see uh, universal suffrage, uh, who who won't live to see universal basic income. <sighs> but, yeah, it's... I, I totally pick it up with what, what, what woman's putting down here, is that when you are immortal, you do get to think in terms of lifetimes and think in the long term and that's just something that we as humans with our limited time on earth just can't really wrap our heads around yeah and to balance balance out that i'm gonna just let you hear this just hear a cat's purr (laughs) hello she's so calm now (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say, take uh, your time. Hello, baby. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. So we then get like a scene with like Tao. Like Tao has like inventoried the uh, like the utility belt. Tao has made it like made a boat so they can get to Themyscira. <laughs> um, and that's when they leave. They leave. And they, mm-hmm. you know, it's long, long day, long days, long nights, um, and. But eventually, on uh, one night when they're when they set up camp, uh, big ol' Hadra attacks. Big ass Hadra attack, Mike. The biggest big we've monster seen so far. Big ol' monster. Look, here's the thing. When reading, like when I read this issue, I was like, "Oh, Parish is going to love this because big giant monster. Big giant monster." <laughs> Granted, it's a. I mean, look, the actual attack look, itself is fucking terrifying, but. 
But big monster. <laughs> but big monster. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, like, I, like, look, the first time I went on to Busted Limes, we talked love and monsters. I, I know your taste. <laughs> yes. I get it. Still one of my favorite episodes, honestly. Oh yeah, that that was a that was a that was a great time. That was a grand old time. I'm mm-hmm. so happy we, we I, I'm so happy you made me watch that movie. <laughs> yes. I need to rewatch it actually. I haven't watched it in a while. I need to buy it on Blu-ray, honestly. Um You should. You should. And you can watch it anytime. This is where and um but yeah. Big monster attack, and this is where even a depowered Wonder Woman shows what she's capable of. Because first she um she rallies the troops behind her. She fi- and really, the secret to just getting people behind you on a suicide mission is to have them literally behind you. You need to be on the front line for something like this, and Diana understood that because she gives yep. them a rousing. She speech. understood the assignment. Yeah, she understood the assignment. Yeah, she tells them that even if this is your last day, I will be with you until the end. Because, dear God, just. It's a simple thing, but appealing to that human fear of dying alone, it's... Blah. Yeah. So then the battle happens. They suffer die, unfortunately, heavy and casualties. And it, yeah, it really sucks. But yeah. we get this great finish. Essentially, we get like the, the, the ultimate uh, finishing move from the top rope. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's exactly from, from Diana. She yeah. takes a fucking jeep, drives it off a cliff into the Hagra, stabs it with the sword so she's hanging on, and then pours gasoline into its mouth, and then l- drops a lighter in and blows it up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's it's the ult. It's the ult. It's honestly, I'm sorry. I love wrestling, but no wrestling match will ever compare. None. None. <laughs> Oh man. When was when was the last time a wrestler was set on fire? Uh when was the last AEW show in Atlanta? <laughs> okay, fair. That's fair. I, I mean like there. I do know what happens. I know what happens. <laughs> consensually, consent con- being consensually uh consensually uh, set on yeah. fire. Yeah. <laughs> consensually set on fire. It happens. Yeah. But a consensual yeah. fire set <laughs> a consensual fire. Fire startup, yeah. <laughs> a- but- but turns out that the way that this Hadra dies becomes plot relevant because they do like their little autopsy there. And um sorry, what was this character's name again? The, Tao. Not D, but the other one. Tao. 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 Yeah, Tao does her little autopsy on it and says, Hey, uh these insides, they uh they look kinda human. Yeah, they're like they're 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 mutated. They're very they're extremely large, obviously, but definitely human-like. So it's a possibility that these things used to be human, and but they but they're probably mutated due to what 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 has been called the Great Fire. Mm-hmm. So they eventually get to uh, a lighthouse, and they're able to you know you got uh, Diana, D, and Tal. They all get on a boat to the Mascara, and they arrive mm-hmm. that night. Mm-hmm. Um, but something's off. Diana's like, nah, there's 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 something wrong here. So <laughs> she she gets off the boat. She goes through and she's like, shit, Themis- Paradise Island is no longer a paradise. It is in ruins. So she goes mm-hmm. through the depths of the of, of the island and her mother is there. 
<laughs> um, except it's not just her mother. It's her mother looking like a Lovecraftian beast. Like, she's... When we first see her, her the, like her legs are covered in shadows. And, she, and of course, Diana, in a fit of emotion, runs up and hugs her. But then we see, when she's looking over her mother's shoulder, she says, I missed you. She gets cut off. Look of horror on her face that only DWJ can draw. She backs away in fright. And then you turn the page. And what I can only describe is just... You know those fucked up Lovecraftian Garfield memes that you see sometimes scattered across the internet? <laughs> Imagine yeah. an unironic version of that. Yeah, this is legitimately terrifying. Like, that whole, like, look, look, so... Hmm. Let me, let me, let me say, say this real quick, because we keep throwing around the world, the word Lovecraftian. Um, mm-hmm. Lovecraft sucks. Yes. Lovecraft sucks. Um, but, and unfortunately... Uh, so I, I do try to, I, I, I try to, instead of using the word Lovecraftian, I, I try to use the word cosmic. Uh, cosmic. Yeah. That's actually a lot better. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's it, that's what, lo- that's what Lovecraft did was cosmic horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes it's just like to get the, 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 the point across. Sometimes I got to use the term Lovecraftian because it, it invokes a certain type of feeling. Right. Exactly. Uh, and, and, and a feeling of dread and, and, and grotesque. And that's what this is. This is a this is like a beast of cosmic horror. This is f- fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's even more fucked up is what Hippolyta then reveals to Diana through <laughs> like a mind melding thing, and yes. she reveals that you know humanity was destroying the Earth's resources, and, uh, and you know what we're doing fucking now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hippolyta was just like, peace talks aren't going to get us anywhere. We're going to war because that's all that that's all they know. That's all mm-hmm. humans know. We're going to war, and that led to the hum that led to humanity trying to bomb Paradise Island. Yeah, and it didn't kill them; it just mutated them into what JD into the Hadra. That's right, mm-hmm. the Hadra are mutated Amazonians. <sighs> what, so that leads Diana, to Deke, that leads to Deke been chopping her off sisters. Of, yep. So that leads to Deke chopping off uh, Hippolyta's arms, run, like trying to get Diane out of there because, like, talent deer carrying her. Diana's like, like even more depleted. You know, after this mind melding situation, mm-hmm. uh, Nubia kills Tal. Barbara, uh, Barbara shows up with like riding Pegasus. <laughs> Uh, gets and gets D and Diana off the island, and Diana's like, "I never should have trusted you. You never should have trusted me. I'm leaving." And she leaves yeah. with Barbara, mm. and that's the end. Han Pegasus. That's the end of that issue. Yeah, she just um, straight up walked away from the from the humans that she swore to protect because of learning new information. Yep. Um, and with that, uh, we're going to take a quick break, uh, everyone. Yes. So uh, you, uh, you're going to hear a, a, an ad for a certain POV podcast, and uh, after after that ad, we you will hear us come back talking more Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Video games are a unique medium. They can tell stories. 
immerse us in strange, fantastic worlds. Blur the very boundaries of our reality. But at the end of the day, video games are fun. Whatever fun is to you. I'm Jeff Moonen. And I am Matt A.K.A. Stormageddon. And on Fun and Games, we talk about the history, trends, and community of video games. It's a celebration of all the games we play and all the fun we find within them. And there's so many more games out there. So we hope you'll share in that conversation with us. Fun and Games podcast with Matt and Jeff. Find us on certainpov.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And happy gaming. Welcome back. Uh, so we after that uh, break that was totally, totally only a few seconds for us, as well as you, listener. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're back talking. We're back talking Wonder Woman Dead Earth. We've discussed the first half, and now we're gonna dive into the latter half of this series. So after the revelations that we that we got uh, at the end of issue two, um, Diana and Barbara are together, you know, away from away from Camp New Hope, and uh, I've decided that you know, you know, there there is one person that they need to go see. Uh-huh. They don't say his name. They just say, we need to go see him. But you mm-hmm. know who it is. You've yeah. seen the cover of this issue. You know who it is. Mm-hmm. You get, they gotta go see Superman. Yep. Yep. And... Also, uh, one thing I just want to point out briefly is that I'm pretty sure that there's a cameo from Jake from Murder Falcon in this pat. The, the oh, yeah, there is. There totally, yes. okay. the, the totally is. I clocked that, too. I'm <laughs> glad you noticed that, too. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, that's a, that's a pretty recognizable... Uh, had a hair right there, and a pretty recognizable stark red T-shirt. I think mm-hmm. I, I think I know who that is. Yep, yep. So therefore, it is official. Murder Falcon is canonically a DC comic. Mm-hmm. I understand it was published by Image Comics. I just like to I just like to believe that Murder Falcon is running around with Wonder Woman somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, to, to, I mean, just like between you and me, Parish, like, like, how awesome mm-hmm. would that be, though? Like, what if we got a murder fucking Wonder Woman gone? <sighs> Don't give me that hope. I mean, there's a reason why when I commissioned the the fantastic art for the show by Nikki Berger, I, I I I did say like I was like I want three characters behind the boy reading the comic. Two of them have to be Superman and Murder Falcon. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and then and Nikki was like, what if I throw Ramona in there from Scott Pilgrim? I was like, perfect. Nailed it. No notes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Go, 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 go check out Nikki Berger and, 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 and give them money. Give them money for the, for the stuff. Yes. Because uh, we live in a capitalist society and unfortunately we live our life by, by money. Mm. Um, you know what we, we know what, who doesn't live in a capitalist society anymore is definitely the people of the, of the comic Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Yeah. So... Uh, over over at the the remnants of Camp New Hope, uh, D like she she had she's like when she was on Themyscira she found the lasso of truth. Yeah, which so, hasn't made an appearance until now. <laughs> yeah, I know, and 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 I lo- I love the like the hand wavy explanation of it. She's just like as soon as I touched it, I knew what it was supposed to do, and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this is a mystical object, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't need a uh, you don't need like a like a freaking full page of a comic trying to explain what this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Just say like, oh yeah, I figured it out when I touched it because it's mystical. It's a mystical exactly. thing. Yeah. Um, and she she lassos Thade and asks him like, why are you helping us? Like what like what are you getting out of this? And he just says, 
I want to help. Like, as soon as I saw her, I wanted to be better. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm helping you, and that's why I'm still here. And I and I and I, and and the scary thing is, I think she might be her last hope. Even though she betrayed us, even though she she left us, I still think that she is our own, our last hope, and we have to get her back somehow. So, he reveals that when they when the when there was the inventory of the utility belt, there's a tracker in it, and he found the remote. So mm-hmm. D goes off to find her. And while that's happening, Diana and Barbara, they've gone to the Fortress of Solitude to find, to try and find Superman. Barbara reveals that, like, you know, during the early, during the early days, there are people who would stand outside the fortress and try to, try to get him, try to get him to come out, uh, because, you know, no one knew exactly where he was. He was, maybe he was in the fortress. Maybe he's, you know, off on another planet that was more appreciative of, of who, of, of him. Mm -hmm. They don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, but, um, they get to the door the door's open before Diana can try and pry up the key, and a superbot come, you know, walks yep. out and says, "Hello, we've been waiting for you." Um, Amberish, what is yep. revealed to us? Superman's dead, and Wonder Woman killed him. Yep. <sighs> yeah. So this is this is honestly okay. Th- th- this is what I was talking about earlier. This is a point that if it were any other creator on this book, I would have closed it and said, "Nope, not doing this. Mm-hmm. I can't. I I don't want to read a comic where Wonder Woman murders Superman. I can't do it. <laughs> right, right. It, it 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 to me it like it goes against those characters. It goes against who they are as people." Like they shouldn't do like that shouldn't happen, Mm -hmm. but we're in a post-apocalyptic comic written and drawn by Daniel Warren Johnson. Therefore I continue to read. Right. (laughs) Like I can't, I can't just stop there. You can't just stop there. So we keep going and we were, and it's revealed like Superman, of course, being, you know, the, 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 you know, a, a, a pillar of humanity. Uh, he is, fighting against Themyscirans. He's fighting against the Amazons. Uh, and, and, and is telling them, like, I don't want to fight you, but I don't, but I can't have you just murdering humanity. Mm-hmm. So please stop. Um, and then, and then the, the bombs fly. Yeah. The missiles are flying and Wonder Woman or and on Paradise Island, uh, she takes off her gauntlets so that mm-hmm. she can go full Wonder Woman on these missiles. Yeah. But unfortunately, she still misses a couple and they, and, and Paradise Island is decimated. And this sends her into a, and Superman shows up and he just, he's deeply apologetic and he's like, I, I tried. I wanted to, I wanted to be here to help you. I knew where they were going and I tried to help you, but there was one going to my, to the farm. Mm-hmm. And, and I had to save my parents, mm-hmm. but Diana's not having it. She is no. in a blind rage. Yeah, and she <sighs> they fight to, they they fight to the death, mm-hmm. and she like she plunges him into the fortress. She grabs fistfuls of kryptonite and punches him to the point where she eventually punches a hole through him, killing mm-hmm. 
the ultimate mommy daddy please stop fighting fight is what oh yeah oh no you're right that that's true that's exactly what this is (laughs) please stop fighting (laughs) please stop mom dad please stop fighting (laughs) because here's the thing that fight remember how we mentioned earlier this phenomenon called the great fire Mm. Mm -hmm. that's what this fight was yep wonder woman and superman beating the shit out of each other that so it's revealed. So we, so not only is it revealed that Diana has been killing her sisters because they they were mutated into the Hydra, it is because of Wonder Woman that the Earth is the way it is. the 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 Earth is dead. Mm-hmm. And you know we get a flashback with you know Batman was the one to come in and you know switch on the superbot this the superbot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and put and put one and put Diana in stasis, and he's like, and and he says like, you know, I should just let you. And it's like you know the radiation's gonna kill me, but she's gonna, but she's gonna live somehow. But I should let it take you mm-hmm. for what you did. But I know that you're our only hope, and you're the one who can turn this around eventually. Yep. And he goes up, and so he he puts her in stasis, goes upstairs, gets a drink, and he smiles. And he smiles, and he and he looks forward to a future that he will not be a part of. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's actually how the next issue starts. Um, right. You right. Sk- you're right. You skipped over Diana's breakdown and how she processed the fact that this is all her fault. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, it actually starts with D finding the Fortress of Solitude. Right. And making our way inside, so um, Wonder Woman is just like, you know what, we need to talk alone, so she tells Barbara the Superbot to leave. And that's when D uses the Lasso of Truth on Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get, I mentioned this before in the Ghost Fleet episode, we get the quintessential Daniel Warren Johnson dialogue scene, where, two character, where it's just two characters, and... They just basically pour their hearts out in and they spell out the thesis of the central thesis of the comic in a heartfelt conversation. And that conversation here is just starts with Dia, of course, asking what woman, why did you leave us? I was angry. Yeah. And like, what, like, was, was everything you told us a lie? And she's like, no. I was angry, I was hurt, I, I felt betrayed, and no, not everything I said was a lie. I truly do love you all. I love humanity. But I have a lot, to, but basically, like, I have a lot to process here. Like, I just found out I'm the reason that, that the Earth is dead. I'm the mm-hmm. reason my friend is dead. And I've been also murdering my sisters because they're, they have been mutate they have been unjustly mutated into these giant murder machines mm-hmm. that are killing the people that I love. It's like, yeah, all the, it's, you know, it's like a, 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 an unholy trinity of trauma right here that she's going yeah. through. And of so course, the D is just like, I don't know if I can trust you anymore. And then it's like, I don't blame you. But, yeah. you know, we have to stick together, and you know, in order to make sure that 
we all survive this in produ- and, and that humanity survives what's going to happen. And this is why I said that trust is at the heart of this, is the central theme of this comic, because Diana sobs saying even gods are broken inside. She's more human than she thinks she is. Oh, and... God. That it's... right there. That right there. <laughs> it, 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 that right there, honestly, like, that made me realize, like, oh, yeah, Daniel Warren Johnson needs to write Thor. <laughs> yes. Which he got close. He did write Beta Ray. He did, he did he did get to do Beta Ray Bill, so he got close. Um, but that right there, like that's like that's why I love Thor. Like why Thor is one of my favorite is maybe my favorite Marvel character. I love Ooh, Thor deeply. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, like I think I said this on Twitter. Uh, like my top five Marvel my Marvel heroes. There's like Thor, and I mean all the Thors. Everyone who's ever he- held the mantle of Thor, they're my favorite. Uh, and then after Thor, it's like Hulk, Peter Parker, Silver Surfer, and Kate Pride. I, those are those are like my go tos. Nice. Um, and but the, one of the reasons I love Thor is that when Thor is written properly, he is a god who is more human than human. Hmm. Uh, and you know, there's like throughout like throughout Jason Aaron's Thor. Um, when Thor, when when Thor Odinson is is holding the mantle of Thor, you have him interacting with people quite often. Like there's like there there's a lot of great moments. Like he becomes like the protector of this one town in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. uh, and then has to go up against a giant capitalist corpor- corporation that tr- that buys the town, and he has to take take, take that shit down. <laughs> um, As you do. Or like currently now with Don with Donny Cates' run, there was um something that's been going on in in the current run of Thor is uh Thor is slowly losing uh the ability to hold to wield Mjolnir and at the same time Mjolnir is it's being easy it's it's now become easy for anyone to 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 hold it uh so he he literally just throws Mjolnir down to Midgard into the middle of the of the town in uh, this town in Oklahoma, uh, where he where he where he's like their protector, um, and a mechanic who is le- like is like you know uh, like out of, like has been like out of prison for a while and he's and he's like kind of just living a quiet life. He goes up and he just lifts it and he becomes Thor. Oh God! <laughs> but then Thor comes down and has a conversation with him and like and like. And like and understands him, and, and they like they begin to understand each other. And you realize, like, wow. Even though Thor is like this like immortal god, uh, who can move, who can move not mountains but planets and galaxies, is still human at his heart, mm-hmm. and still has everything that we have. He has empathy. He has trust issues. He has heartbreak in his life he is us he is just a more he's just a heightened immortal version of us as is wonder woman Mm -hmm. as is diana she is she is us but she is just a heightened version of us more so than than like superman i i I deeply love superman Mm -hmm. but one but the thing about wonder about diana is that she is of this world she's of this earth she is like of a world that is a that is like adjacent to us Mm -hmm. and 
she came to us after experience after being introduced to a part of humanity and then falling in love with that humanity and wanting to be a part of humanity right and wanted to be our and wanted to be a protector of humanity as well as a member of humanity and uh-huh. we're now in this world where everything is is in the gray now mm-hmm. you know it used to, it used to be a lot easier it's like you know it's like you know the you understand who the good guys and the bad guys are and we're in and, and and slowly but surely the gray started to creep into the black and white and you realize that there is there is no actual black and white here mm-hmm. it's all gray it's all gray here and yeah. like you know because you know she loves humanity but humanity is destroying itself and humanity mm-hmm destroyed her 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 sisters her family and she loves her family and she loves the she loves the amazons but and she loves her mother but mm-hmm. her mother because due to due to her trauma she and and the and the abuse that she that she suffered at the hands of the gods she is deeply mistrusting of every of of everyone that everyone is not an amazon mm-hmm. and she and she even battle you know you know this is skipping ahead but she eventually battles her own daughter due to the fact that she hates humanity for what they did right her mother not her daughter yeah yeah (laughs) so and and so yeah it's it's this conversation right here that spells it all out Mm -hmm. it and as you put it it is the it is the quintessential dwj conversation of two people just sitting down and bearing their souls to each other oh yeah and it's great and it's fucking heartbreaking yeah because you just sit there just like a knife has been plunged into me and your heart just like (laughs) just like spilling out blood you're just oh my god yeah that's every that's that's every every comic he he has that that happens yeah so this conversation ends with them just saying, is there any way for us to trust each other? And they literally just say, I don't know. And they leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Because they realize it's like, like, even in like, you know, like we have to trust each other at least for this, for, for, for this short amount of time. Mm-hmm. No, like for whatever reason. And Superbot gives D a, a package, mm-hmm. a, a little green box that we don't know oh, where it is yet. So, oh. A little surprise tool that'll come in handy later. Yep. <laughs> a little surprise. Yeah. Uh, and Barbara, D, and Diana go off to Camp New Hope because they know that, um, I don't think we see it in this issue, but Hippolyta has decided that, you know, they have they have to continue to wipe out humanity. Right. So, yeah, and, yeah. And, even if, and even if her daughter is getting in her way, mm-hmm. she's got to, she's going to do it. Right. But JD, so, you're missing the best part about this—the second best part about this issue behind the heart-to-heart oh. conversation. Um, Diana you, arbors the lasso of truth with Superman's spinal cord, bro. <laughs> that shit right there, and it's like you, and like D, D is saying, like you know, it kind of makes you wish she was here, and like knowing who he is. And she says, there will be "We no. don't, we don't, we don't have a man to save us. Just his bones." And a memory. And a beautiful memory. Memory. Oh, fuck. And she just says, let's go. And let's that's go. the end of the issue. You're like, 
fuck we got one more to go what the fuck <laughs> just ah i love it so yeah we get to the second issue um as as you mentioned the the, the scene i described with batman um does yeah. open this issue I, I did skip ahead a little bit there um yeah, but we've got we've got d and diana mm. and barbara they're flying off uh, 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 I'm, I'm getting major extremity vibes from this right now. Absolutely. They're flying, yes. Yeah. They're like, they're flying off to go, to go to camp new hope to save the, to save the day. And yeah. you know, they get there, uh, they get there in the nick of time because the, because the Hadra attack has already happened. We get this. Okay. <laughs> this, when I was reading this, the second, the second go around, I got major Helms deep vibes. Yeah, Absolutely. And and mm-hmm. one but one of the things that I love that he that that Johnson did here was they have like like they like like they're all like like you have like the battlements are uh, the battlements are all man like everyone's everyone's you know like mm-hmm. armed to the te- to the teeth they're ready they're fucking like mm-hmm. pumped like they're like we're gonna defend we're gonna defend ourselves we're fucking here we're we're the last we're the last of humanity we're gonna make our last stand we're fucking here mm-hmm. uh, and. You know, like they're, they're waiting for the for the hatred to get closer and closer before they let loose the air, like the fire, like the fire arrows, and they let mm-hmm. them loose. And due the and due to the light from the fire, they see what's going on. And I'm like that right there, <sighs> that shit right there, is as why I wake up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't wake up in the morning. I wake up in the evening because I work overnight shifts. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I know that's why I get up and, th- and that's why I wake up is for that type of shit. Mm-hmm. That's why comics are awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, massive battle ensues. As I mentioned, like I, I, I get, I get Helm's deep vibes from this shit. Uh, <laughs> our our trio arrives on a, on, on you know, a little. You know, you know what I like to call this this issue right here. Ten heavy me. metal, ten heavy metal album covers per second. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Okay. I'm actually I'm I'm genuinely curious. Please tell me why Johnson has not drawn in heavy metal album cover yet. You got me, dude. You're the expert here, man. You tell me. It needs to happen. It it it, it, it needs to happen, okay? It needs to happen. I'm genuinely ma- I'm genuinely sad that this hasn't like cuz when um when murder falcon was going on like they like like all the covers for those issues were great but for the variants um they did uh like v- like versions of metal co- of heavy of iconic metal covers so like mm-hmm. the cover uh the variant for for the first issue um is a take on the on judas priest's painkiller painkiller yep yeah, and after that they do vulgar display of power. power. Uh, they do uh, looks that kill by Motley Crue. Um, they do that. I think it's the the. I think they they, they do Rust in Peace. Um, they got they, they got some really all time all time great variant covers and re, and like looking at like like Johnson was the like, he only did the first variant cover the one for Painkiller and they had different artists come on and do the others but just seeing that right there I was like. He needs to do something in in, in a fr- he needs to do a metal cover mm-hmm. somewhere. It would it would it would rule, and and you know that if he does it, it's like that's my favorite album of all time solely because of that cover. <laughs> and like and it's not like it's like there, there's a precedent for it. Like there are like plenty of metal albums to have like 
iconic artists come on. Like there was uh, like Bernie Wrightson, uh, the co-creator of Swamp Thing. He drew the cover of Meatloaf's album Dead Ringer. Uh, Vince Locke, co- uh, Vince Locke, uh, who he drew, he, he became pretty well known for drawing uh, Cannibal Corpse covers and also did uh, Carver City by CKY. Mm. Uh, uh, oh shit, who is it? Um, Greg Capullo, who by now most famous for drawing uh, Batman. Like he used to work with Todd McFarlane on Spawn and he drew Korn's Follow the Leader. And, oh. ten, and he drew 10,000 Fists. Oh. Yeah, like, like that's some... That shit right there, like, That's like, a there's a precedent. There's a precedent for it. So all we're saying here is, I don't know, fucking like Warbringer, uh, mm-hmm. put out, like when you put out a new album, call up DWJ. Yeah, you know, shit. or like if there's like a if there's like a tribute album for Riley Gale from Power Trip, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, like get D- D- get DWJ on the line because like I like he is like he's actually the he's the reason I was listening to Power Trip because he loves that band so much. Like I was already like wanting to listen to them. But I just hadn't yet. And then he, and then he was like out there in interviews, like everyone listened to power trip. They rule. Uh, so I listened to power trip and, and yeah, they rule. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and Sorry. so yeah, 10,000 10, metal, um, metal cover, metal albums per second. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is this issue. <laughs> so, uh, so we got our trio. Yeah. They've arrived. And- Actually, one thing I do want to point out here is that um, just going kind of piggybacking off your point about how if this were any other artist, it wouldn't be as good. Mm-hmm. There's this one two-page spread right here where where Diana's about to use the freaking Superman spinal cord to whack this dragon across, dragon-looking thing across the face. And now, if this were a lesser writer, a lesser artist, it would just be these two panels to- on the top and bottom right here that shows the wind-up and then hit, it, and then the hit connecting. But no, yeah, this is Daniel Warren Johnson we're talking about. So in between these two panels, we get a brief close-up of a sorrowful look in Diana's eyes before the skull connects. Because she yeah. knows what she knows. And she knows what she's about to do. She yeah. knows who that Hedra is. Yeah. It's the little yeah. things. Yeah, and actually, you know, like you mentioning the uh, the action. Another thing that that I love that Johnson does is that whenever he like whenever like he draws like muscular characters, it's mm-hmm. the most fantastical characters that get like the like the over exaggerated over exaggerated musculature. When yeah. you have like anybody else, even Diana, who who like is a like as we've mentioned multiple times, is 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 a god. She's immortal. She is drawn to look like everyone else. She's drawn to look like a human. And and so she and like, you know, people are like, they're kinda gangly and, and you know and like yes, they and, and like whenever whenever there are they're 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 in the action, when they're in, in the moment, mm-hmm. they're drawn with these like that's when they get these exaggerated moments of like arms stretching and faces stretching and shit. Oh, yeah. Like I'm thinking I'm actually thinking right now of a particular panel from Murder Falcon. When the black metal band in that in the comic, uh, like they're like they're in their like yes! giant tree, I know the tree exactly. beast. Yes, though, and the vocalist, his face <laughs> is just <laughs> fucking insane. God, I I love that. <laughs> like, that panel right job. there is like top five Danny Warren Johnson panels. That one right there. Nice. Uh, 
It's great. Really, but, yeah. Well, look, uh, hot take. Danny Warren Johnson is a good artist. You don't say. <laughs> you don't say. You don't say, JD. Uh, so yeah, we've got you know they're they're all doing doing their th- everyone's like you know trying to help help each other fight off the fight off the Hadra, and Diana is like getting beat down by Nubia. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's and... getting beat down by Nubia, even super. Yeah, everyone, literally everyone. Um, and now we are now we get the reveal of what Superbot gave to D. It is revealed that when Batman put Diana in stasis, something he did was he essentially separated her power from her. Just go with it. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> I find this very like this. Um, you know, like this. This is kind of this is this can be tricky. You know, taking. You know, this is this is some. This is very. Uh, this is very dicey territory for mm-hmm. uh, for 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 one to get into in art. Of uh, you know, you taking taking away a woman's agency. Yeah. Uh, but. I think what wor- what the reason this works is that this is not about her being a woman. This is her about about her being a god and having wronged humanity. Yes. And as Batman and Batman was saying, and Batman would say that, you know, the reason why she was not given her full power back is that it has to be granted by the wronged party, yes. as in humanity. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So D tells Edog. I need you to make me a path to Diana and I need to get this to her. So they do. She gets in and she gets fucking hit. And there's like a, that panel of like, she's got blood coming out of her mouth and she scream like giving like, like her ultimate war cry running toward <laughs> Diana and like plunges the syringe into her as like, as, as Nubia is about to like, like cut her and cut her down in half mm-hmm. and explosion. Diana's like, wait, you, you gave me my, my power back. Why? Like, like you, like you don't trust me. Why did you do this? And he's like, you think I had a choice here? I didn't want to do it, but we need you. Mm-hmm. So Dana's like, all right, here I go. And she goes full wonder woman mode and just blasts through her. And like mm-hmm. to like, to like to her dismay is like just destroying her sisters, mm-hmm. destroying the Hadra and then confronts her mother. And just just like, I don't want to do this. I love you. You are my mother, but mm-hmm. I'm standing alongside them because you have, because yes, they wronged you, but you have then wronged them in return. And that's not what we're supposed to do here. As you, as you pointed out with that Gil Simone quote, mm-hmm. you know, you know, extend a hand before you, before you can raise I, it. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. Before you raise a hand, before you raise a hand, extend one with compassion. Mm-hmm. And that's what she was taught, and that's what she's trying to do. But her mother is not doing that anymore, and she is raising a hand before she re- before she reaches out with one. So, Hippolyta is like, "No, I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, you, 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 as my daughter have betrayed me, I'm leaving. I'm just going to leave." Maybe. Yeah, because uh, the yeah. reason she gives for leaving is that they've look at what they made me. I've lost myself everything is gone and then she just slinks off into the ocean yeah but and also um i, I have to ask before i before i say that like i'm have you watched invincible 
Yes. Okay. Yes. So spoilers for <laughs> so spoilers for the end of Invincible, everyone. Or the end of the, the season one of Invincible. Um this has major like Omni Man Invincible vibes here. Yes. In that she says like I've lost everything and then Diana says reply or like reply like quietly to herself replies you still have me. Mm-hmm. And, th- and like, mm-hmm. it's that invisible moment of when Omni-Man is like, you know, after a hundred years, what are you going to have left? What, like, like your like yeah. your mother's going to be gone. Your friends are going to be gone. What are you going to have left? And, and, and Mark just says, I'll have you, dad. We'll have each other. <laughs> and, that's, and you're like, God like, damn even, it, man. Even Omni-Man was just like, didn't know how to process that and then fucked off. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm telling you, it's just like, I'm looking at, I saw that scene and I was like... See, that's why I would make a terrible superhero, because if that were me, like, one of us is going to turn on the sick puppies because one of us is going down. (laughs) God, I'm old. I am so happy you made a sick puppies reference on my show. I am so happy. You have made me proud. Oh, so, uh, well, brief tangent here, but how would you feel knowing that I have a signed album from them? And then I used to be co-workers with the bass player Emma's husband. You can't hear it, listeners, but I'm trying to blink audibly because <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I was co-workers with the bass player of Sick Puppies, husband, and uh, he managed to get me a side CD. Yeah, that's right. Smoke, Smoke has opinions on this. <laughs> <laughs> She's got her own opinions on this. Um, that's pretty fucking dope. Uh, I've got I've got a signed issue by Scott Snyder. Hell yeah, that's, that's cool. and uh, oh, actually, I also have a signed I has I also had a signed copy of House of Slaughter number one, but signed by James Tennant the fourth, and I I treasure that. That's great. and one other thing, I do have a signed copy of Windy Shoes Tide Song, uh, which is a great graphic novel and might be an upcoming episode who knows who knows uh, who knows go read mm-hmm. go read tight song it's a great it's a great story wendy shoe is the best uh also go back and listen to our mooncakes episode uh with with, with mj because that that comic is that comic is great episode is great all around it's fantastic so mm-hmm. now we re- now we re- we've reached the end uh yeah yeah yeah, Barbara and Barbara and uh, and Diana, you know, are talking about you know, you know, Diana says to her like, you know, I I, I want to find, I want to find my mom, I want to help mm-hmm. her, anyway. Yeah, I can. Um, and we're we're treated to this wonderful moment where Diana is burying the dead, and she looks up, and the human troops are actually digging graves for the Hydra. Yeah, because yeah. they understand, they get it, they they've, they've mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming they've been told. Yeah, who they were, who they right. you, know, you know before death, and you know they 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 because of the compassion that that Diana showed to them and the le- and, and, and and through her through her leadership and her and her extent and her her friendship to them, they extend their compassion to her back to her by helping her bury her sisters. Doesn't matter who they were. And doesn't matter who they were mm-hmm. as Hadra. Doesn't matter what they did at that point. It's it matters the fact. What matters now is Diana's hurt. She has suffered 
She's lost so much, and this is something that they can do to help process pro- help process that for her. And it's a really beautiful moment, and that mm-hmm. carries over into the final scene of this com- of this comic, with D having woken up mm-hmm. from you know she's been in and out, she's been told she's told like she's been in and out of consciousness. Edog is there. Her sister, her younger sister Rhea, who's popped up a, a bit throughout the, throughout the story, she's there, and they say, "Yeah, she's been here the whole time," pointing to Diana, <laughs> and they talk about how you know, yes, it's going to be hard to trust each like trust her, mm-hmm. but she wants to. Essentially, she wants to like work to build up that trust, and she and and the first step was while rebuild while going through the wreckage of Themyscira, they found one of her gauntlets. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, D asks, like, you know, does it work with just one of them? And uh, she says, no, but I'm determined to find the other one. And when I do, I will put it back on because I want you to trust me again. I want us to trust each other again. And that starts with me. That That starts with me taking the first step. And this is her taking that first step of, attempt uh, of attempting to depower herself in order to properly serve everyone yeah exactly and we have her doing exactly what what we what you talked about again with that gail simone (laughs) quote in Mm -hmm. the final on the final page she extends her hand to d and says will you help me rebuild this dead earth credits Credits roll. <laughs> we got him. Danny Warren Johnson, Mike Spicer, Russ Wooten. You guys are fucking gnarly, and I love you for for everything you've done. Uh, yeah, this yeah. is a great. This is a this is a great comic. It's a great Wonder Woman story. Great Danny Warren Johnson joint. Um, it's you know as with every comic he's done prior to this, and I'm assuming every comic he's going to do after. It's like it's. To quote that Matt Draper ep- video, compassionate brutality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's 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 I, I it's like yeah that's the perfect term for it. Um, yeah. So yeah, everyone, if if you've gone through this whole episode and haven't read it yet, please go go pick up a copy. Be like Paresh, you know, go mm-hmm. go go to your go to your local bookstore or your local comic book shop, pick up a copy, um, and you know, like go to your local comic shop if they don't have a copy yet. Hey, go to the front desk; they'll order they'll order it for you. Um, mm-hmm. and also why are there pick up pick up more comics um, always read more comics uh, read mm-hmm. more and, yeah and, and yeah. yeah this is a, this is a great this is a great Wonder Woman story um, you know this, this this is part of the long haul so like I I, I feel like th- this could be someone's first Wonder Woman story I wouldn't recommend it to be their first Wonder Woman story but <laughs> it yeah it's 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 it, yeah it's a it's a really great story um and uh, I'm I'm going to stop saying th- those two words mm-hmm. uh, because I've said them about five times in the past five seconds. Uh, yeah. Paresh, do you have any any final thoughts on 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 Wonder Woman Dead Earth? Yeah. So I actually kind of want to mention um, there was when I was playing Fall. I've been playing Fallout Four for a while, and um, mm. there's this one part where you you enter the town of Good Neighbor and you meet their mayor who. His name is Hancock. And um, 
the way the way you recruit him to uh, join you on your adventure is that he you actually speak with him and he says, you know, the hat the crowd has been feeling a little too heavy lately. Let me uh, I think um, it would be good for me if I just go out of my comfort zone because and he and he tells he gives a little speech to the citizens letting them know this and what he says is. As we all know, no one in power deserves to be feel comfortable for too long. And applying that to this comic, um, I think this is something. I think that's something that really resonates or really applies to this comic here because Wonder Woman is powerful. So power without restraint, without discomfort, is. It is corrupt, it is dangerous, and it leads to broken trust. And it, But, funny thing, trust. Because sometimes it's all you have. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes the only thing you can do at the end of the day is reach out a hand in compassion and ask for help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that concludes this episode on a on a, on a on a bit of a a bit of a melancholic note. Uh, but uh, it's it's Danny Warren Johnson. We wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, with that being the end of the episode, uh, it's time for plugs. Parish, uh, where can people find you, and what have you got going on? You know, I feel like at this point, the listeners should know my credentials better than I do at this point, you know? <laughs> but I probably it, do, honestly. <laughs> it all seriousness, though, um, yes, my name is Parish Maharaj. You can, if you want to follow me individually, uh, you can find me on Twitter at NobleKind92. Um, or if you want to follow my co-host, Black Belt, you can follow him at BlackBelt1998 on Twitter. Or if you just want to follow our show... You could follow us at Busted Limes Pod on Twitter. We are available wherever you get your podcasts, be it yes, even Spotify, even though that's not cool anymore. <laughs> but uh yeah, and um stick around because we've got some other exciting projects and other cool guests and other ideas for episodes down the pipeline. So yeah. Come on and bust a lime with us. I'm so happy you always say that on 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 the show. You're just saying that because you were there on the first episode where I introduced it. It was the Love and Monsters episode. Really? That was the first time you said that? Yes. Huh. Dude, I even told you. It is like a, you're witnessing history here. You're I, I finally I came... have, <laughs> man, I have slept since then. <laughs> I have I have hmm. a memory worse than a goldfish. Honestly, uh, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> my brain is fried. Porous. At all times. Let's say porous. Yeah. <laughs> Yellow and porous is he. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yes, please go check out Busted Limes uh, if if you want a, if you want a nice end to that show. Uh, I have been on a few times at this point. Uh, I've been on to discuss Love and Monsters, The Green Knight, and Midnight Mass. So far, <laughs> I I see myself getting back on that show in the foreseeable future. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna be back. Just as Parish is gonna be back at some point because we gotta talk Beta Ray Bill mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. He's, so Parish is gonna be back. 
so look forward to that. And if you want to look forward to more things and follow us on, and you can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at comics quest show. I also want to give some thanks here. I want to thank the wonderful Dan Purcell, the friend of friend all, of all pods, pods for crafting the beautiful theme music that you hear at the beginning and uh, beginning of the show. Uh, and uh, beginning and beginning and end of the show. Uh, and I also want to thank the wonderful Nikki Berger for the wonderful artwork we have. And last but not least, I want to thank this certain POV network for continuing to put up my, with my bullshit. I've brought that back. I've, I brought I brought it back. I didn't say it back in the all new Wolverine episode, but I brought I've brought it back. Yay. I've stole I've stolen it from Rachel once again. They don't get to keep it. They don't get to monopolize that. I'm using it too. Um, and, and, and I said last but not least, but truly last but not, but certainly not least, I, I want to thank you, Paresh, for coming back on the show to talk Wonder Woman and to talk more Daniel Warren Johnson. You're always welcome. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad the show is back. <laughs> uh, and I'm, and I'm glad you're here. Uh, so without further ado, uh, listeners think again. Uh, so yeah, check us out on Twitter and Instagram. We'll be announcing, uh, the, uh, next week's episode over there in, uh, in due time. Thank you. And have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye. CPOV. CertainPOV.com.